0: And the morning sun I'll be sitting in the evening come, Watching the ships roll in And then I'll watch them roll away again Yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay Watching the tide roll away Sitting
1: on the dock of the bay, time. Welcome back. Glad to have you with us, Harbin Lumber. Remember the number, three five three five zero five three. Harbin Lumber is a full-service lumber yard. I, I want to speak to you. Upstate Builders, Remodels, and handyman. If you've never been there, if you don't use them, if you don't know anything about them, try it. Harbin Lumber um, for the first time. They've been helping build dreams since 1917. They provided local communities with over 100 years of of building materials and needs. And and now spring's right around the corner. So it's time to think about maybe a new deck or maybe a deck remodel, Uh, a screened-in porch. Uh, You want to spend more time. My wife had one New Year's Eve resolution this year. You know what it is? Spend more time outside. And so we're going to do that. I want you to visit HarbinLumber.com. Learn more about their railing systems. Learn more about their their screened-in porch systems. 706-356-4300 706-356-4300 um, HarbinLumber.com let them show you uh, what they can do and, and help you with your vision of what that looks like Seven zero six three five six forty three hundred. 356 4300 it's HarbinLumber.com love, love the folks at Harbin Lumber um, s- still getting a ton of, of great um, text about Dr. Chris Ahmad that was fascinating and we're gonna we'll get him on in the uh, in the future. Six five four roar six five four seven six two seven. Speaking of one of my favorite people, good morning Red. How you doing this morning? Good morning Mickey. How you doing, buddy? Good. I, look, hey. I got I got two Don't texts me. today that 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 really encouraged me. You and Dr. Almond and uh, you sent me a text before the show and uh, encouraged me today, and uh, I can't thank you enough for that, man. Started my week off right. Thank you, sir.
2: Yeah man. I appreciate
1: you, Mickey. You know
2: what you mean to me and being the Sunday dinner and everything, man. So but I was calling Saturday. I know you said Chase Hunter only had two chain But those turnovers were at crucial times. Yeah. I mean just where we get needed. And then you said PJ Hall had ten free throws, but he missed that one and one at a crucial time. Yeah. And those are, you know, those those are just things that happen in basketball. And I don't think it's Coach's fault. I just think, you know, that's what happens. And I think we're in a good position regardless of what happens. I think we'll beat North Carolina tomorrow night, and everything's going to be lovely back in Clemson.
1: Uh, I wish I shared your optimism about tomorrow night. But you are right. And, and Red, you know this because you – you coached, you played, you know, and you think about it in football. It's the timing of the turnover and how that works. Or in, in basketball, it's it's the the turnover, the missed shot. In baseball, it's the 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 air or the walk, uh, the timeliness of it. And when you're losing, it seems like I always make this correlation in baseball. It seems like on the on a losing streak in baseball, on the time that you're on the days that your starting pitching is great, your bullpen blows it. Or on the day that, yep. that your, your, your offense is on fire and scores eight runs, then your pitching staff gives up nine. And it's like you just can't get over the hump. And it feels like Clemson basketball is that way right now. And when they were playing well early in the season, we talked about the skilled shooting of Gerard and the skilled offensive ability of, of, of Hunter and, and, and obviously P.J. Hall. And now P.J. goes 4-16 on Saturday. And now Clemson, you know, shooting 35% from the field. And now, look, they only turn it over. Look, turnovers were a factor a few weeks ago. They turned over four times on Saturday and got beat. Um, Against one of the best defensive teams out there. Yes. Yes. Uh, They were a great rebounding team early in the season. And they got out-rebounded by five on Saturday. They gave up 50 against um, Florida State. What they give up? Like three offensive rebounds? They give up 15 offensive yeah. rebounds on Saturday, so it's like it's like my golf game. Uh, Red, I did this again yesterday. <laughs> so, at the end of a of a golf round, I look at it and go, "Well, I had had one bad drive, I had one bad long iron shot, one bad middle iron shot. I missed a, a little wedge there. I didn't. Uh, my bunker game missed once, and I three putted once. It's like at the end of the round, like it wasn't one thing, but it's like just a, today yeah. it happened to be this and it happened to bite you. Yeah
2: it's just man it's it's heartbreaking to see it but i understand it and you know i see everybody saying get rid of Brunell but who are you going to get? Well i Brunel's think that's the best thing we
1: can I think that is a conversation uh that you have at the end of the year there's 10 games left yeah. i know everybody wants to rush and say you know you got to make the decision now that that's that's irresponsible. I know Graham Neff well, and Graham Neff's not going to make that decision now. Yeah. There's, because again, what does it look like? What does that story feel like? Right now the story didn't feel good because he lost six of your last nine. But what if you won on a good right. run here and won nine of next ten? What if you won on a terrible run and won five of your next ten? So that that, yeah. that story's to be written, and that decision will be made. Right now it's a matter of, this team doesn't feel like it did in the preseason, doesn't feel like it did in the, in the, in the middle of the season. And how do you get it back and what has to happen? And I would certainly think that they've got to find a way to, to – um, I, again, I don't have your confidence on Tuesday. But uh, the good news is that, that we talked about there's no – outside of North Carolina, it seems like they can win a lot of these games. And we might be having a different conversation in six weeks. Yeah, I agree with you on that. So Who knows? Hey, well, good day at Sunday dinner? Oh, man, we had a great day. Antonio's in Powderville
2: cooked uh, spaghetti with – garlic knots and a house salad Woo! and fed over 225 plates of it. Woo! And, man, we went over 52,000 plates yesterday. We just, man, we're having a ball. Nice. We are having a ball.
1: Nice, <laughs> my friend. That's awesome. Well, Great stuff.
2: I know you don't like to take credit, Mickey, but Sunday dinner got bigger because you answered that phone that morning and talked to me. And since that day, with the Roar listeners, Sunday dinner has grown way beyond me and Cassandra's imagination. remember dad have helped
1: so many people. My dad taught me a long time ago that I'd go out and I'd chop wood for the for the stove. We had a wood stove we heated our house with. And he'd come mm-hmm. home work and i go, hey, Dad, I chopped the wood or whatever. And, and his attitude, his thing was, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, you don't get credit for stuff you're supposed to do. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to answer the phone. I'm supposed to talk to you, you know? Yeah. That's like when you remember when Chris Rock talked about it. He said, uh, I, I ain't never been to jail. We well, ain't supposed to go to jail. I, I, ain't, I ain't never. Okay, that's what you, I got a job. You're supposed to have a job. Anyway, I, I answered the phone, man. That's what I do here. You, you, it's your story, your authenticity. You know that. Can't thank you enough. I love you, brother. Yeah, buddy. Love you, yeah. too. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Good friend Rich sent me a great text message earlier today. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. A little encouragement. Six five four roar six five four seven six two seven. So, <clears throat> let me get uh, William and Tr talking a little Clemson basketball here. Good morning, William. Thanks for hanging on, man. How you doing? <laughs> What's up, Mickey? Um, first, Clemson basketball. Your best
3: player cannot have two points at halftime.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was thought- not a it was not a good shooting night, or a good shooting afternoon. Um, four of sixteen and one of six. Yeah, but but not you're not going to play that way every night. He's had a great year. You're not going to play that way every single night. But with that said, yeah, he 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 played better in the second half there. But but that said, that's where Wiggins got to go better. One of five, Jack Clark, zero for five. RJ Godfrey, zero for three. Dylan Hunter didn't score as well. You you, you got, I don't know, thirty five percent. Um, and maybe that's not terrible against Virginia, but you got to do better, man. You got to find a way.
3: I felt like Chase Young had some good opportunities. I mean, uh, uh, Chase Hunter had yeah. some good opportunities and was making some shots and was attacking the basket. And TJ, Brownell gave him the business right before half. Uh, he got up there, right, pulled him to the side, and I don't know. I don't know if they showed it on TV or not, but he was. Uh, he was basically telling him he needed to play like the that the team. Yeah. And he came out in the second half and played a lot better. But the 22 not finished with six fouls. I mean, I'm still stumped. The house. It looked like the refs called they foul on him and even flashed 22, and then went into a 100-minute deliberation and came back out <laughs> and said, sorry, you know, uh, sorry, we missed that. It was really on 13, he we wasn't even close to the ball when we blew the whistle, but we're going to make sure 22's in the game, and, you know, he, he's got to finish playing until the last 30 seconds of the game.
1: Well, now, to be fair, all right, to be fair, Clemson shot 21 free throws for GD shot 13. Clemson was called for 11 fouls. Virginia called for 17 fouls. I don't think this was a a job deal there. And it's not like
3: uh, – I'm not talking about a job. That's the only one that I thought – Yeah. That, that file was on him. They flashed it. They even put up 22 and then <laughs> deliberated about it. I, that, again, I'm not questioning any other call. Yeah. Yes, Clemson had more
1: fouls. I get all that stuff. But he flashed the number and then changed his mind. Yeah, that fifth foul is hard to get, man. You got you to gotta draw blood on the fifth foul.
3: And if he hadn't been in the game, uh, they went right to him right after that. He scores and puts them up. And I, I told my daughter there was 10 and a half minutes left in the game. And I said, first team to 65 wins. And she looked at me and was like, what do you mean they're going to stop the game
1: at 65? Like, no. <laughs> Whoever gets the 65 first is going to win. And that's what happened. I, look, I do that. I thought I was the only guy who does that that I do it all the time. And and sometimes it's 80, sometimes 70, sometimes 60, whatever. But when a game's coming down the last five minutes and it's it's uh, 58 or, 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 or 68 to 65, I always say, like, well, first one to 75 is going to win. I do that every single basketball game. I don't do it in football for some reason. But in football, I do the opposite. In football, I'm like – not the opposite, but I still do it. I'm like, all right, if you're up 17 to 7 at half, I always think in the second half, like – would 14 do it? Is 31 going to be enough? You know? So, I, I'm sure I complicate Man, we complicate it way too much, buddy. We do it all the time. We
4: do. I still like
3: uh, baby how do you say his name? Beatle. I still like that kid. I, yeah. I think he's much – I think he get, needs more minutes than what he gets. And I know you're putting other players on the floor that are, you know, they're older and all that stuff. But I, his length, I think, gives people trouble. He can attack the rim. And I feel like that's just something we're missing as far as yeah. guard play, attacking the rim. Yeah. And when we went back to that, Hunter was attacking the
1: rim the second half and he was scored. Yeah. Yeah, good point. I think Beatle needs more minutes too, for sure, no doubt.
3: Well fun to watch. We enjoyed the game. It's just uh I know. My daughter was cheering hard and I was too, mm. and it was hard losing that game by a point. Mm.
1: Tough <laughs> stuff. Hey buddy, Tigers. Um, always good to hear from you. Take care of yourself. It was um typical of tony bennett and virginia in that just limited possessions and low scoring and all that stuff i thought i was the only person who did that though yeah but virginia is almost like first one to 50 wins but first one to 65 ended up winning that one i think i'm right by saying that yeah they were they were at 65 before clemson was so uh virginia gets a nice win virginia's won six in a row now and that's not a that's not a you know virginia won the national championship it's hard to look at them and think about that team but they do play you hard, and they do do a uh, a terrific job there. Six five four roar to Charlotte, North Carolina, where Court checks in. Good morning, Court. Thanks for hanging on. How you doing?
5: Hey, Mickey. Good morning. How you doing?
1: Fantastic.
5: Good. Good. Um, so listen, I was thinking about um, Clemson basketball and sort of the the. Um, it, what one thing that that came to mind as I was thinking about it this weekend and this morning was uh, the five stages of grief, um, and I think <laughs> yeah. you know we, we're all familiar with that. You go through the anger and the depression, and eventually you settle in on acceptance, or at least that's what's supposed to happen. And and the basketball season is so long, um, like you were saying earlier. I mean, it starts in October, November, and it goes until March or April. And it's so dug on long, and by the time we get to april, uh you know we've got uh we've got softball and we've got baseball and we've got the orange and white game, and we've got so many other things, and most of us have already gone through anger and depression, and we've settled back in on acceptance and I hear a lot of people saying, "Well, why are we giving Brad so much time and he's been here for fourteen years, and you know we should expect better, we should want better." Um but uh, I, I really think it 's the fact that the season's so long that we all just get to acceptance and we 're like ah hey, whatever we'll 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 just move on to softball we 'll move on to baseball we'll you know the spring game's coming up, uh and we just kind of forget about it and then we and then and then you know before we right. know it, basketball's coming back up and 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 here we are
1: all right. i think that 's fascinating, court, and I think you 've hit on something. And I've always thought this, and that one of the reasons why people get so fired up with Clemson baseball is that by the basketball season is kind of running the ground a little bit, and the outlook for baseball has always been a little bit better. Um, do you do that in football, though?
5: Or does it just. Do we do the same thing in,
1: fo- yeah. in football?
5: Yeah. Because the no, seasons are long so. in football. I mean- not as long as basketball, are they? I don't think they are. All right, let's think about it. Um, basketball
1: uh, starts in November, right? So you've got November, December, January, February. Oh, November, December, January, February, March. And really, Clemson didn't play any April games, so that's five months. And in football, they start uh, let's see, September, October, November, December. Yeah, it's, it's about, about half a month less. But the point there is that Clemson's winning in football. And you don't feel to me the football season seems like it flies by. To me the basketball season seems like it drags by. But I think that's because of results rather than the actual calendar. Does that make sense?
5: Sure. I mean our football season goes on to the very end. I
1: mean we're still in it
2: yeah. uh
5: you know most seasons right up to the very end whereas in basketball most seasons were pretty much done by you know, well, February.
1: But but you always have the ACC tournament. You always have the end, end of the year thing. And, and it seems like Clemson's been on the bubble a few times, and that's kind of exciting. But I don't want to be on the bubble. I don't, I don't want to be a bubble team. I don't want to talk about the bubble. I want to, I want to talk about a, a seed and a, and where we are, what line we're on. But you're right in that, that because baseball and, and now softball are so close, they start so early, their seasons are long as well. But it feels like that opening week in baseball, like you're just excited and it's new uh, and you've got this. But that's part of that is because baseball has been so good through you know through a lot of years. But even in their bad years, Court, I mean, yeah. even if there's some bad times in that way, you still look forward to baseball where I'm not sure that you get that same thing. Maybe because basketball starts in football season, maybe.
5: Yeah. Well, can I ask one more thing? Sure, sure. Uh, and, and that is uh, I, don't, I don't know if we have plans right now for the, uh, for the gymnastics team as far as getting them a facility or if they're just going to be in Little John. But I would ask that if we're going to continue to accept uh, you know, this mediocrity when it comes to both really our, our men's and women's basketball programs, let's get those girls out of, uh, out of Little John before some of that starts to rub off on them. Those girls are doing great, and they don't need to have that, uh, that Little John jinx uh, hung around their
1: necks. Court, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you so much. Uh, the problem there is that you're not going to build another – Ten thousand in arena for gymnastics so you got one facility multi-use facility now and that they'll you just you got to have it that way so anyway uh you just got to have the seats because there is a demand so you're not going to build a whole nother one you got one in there maybe let's let's think about another way will clinton let's think about gymnastics being the catalyst for making the karma better in the building there you go how about that Short break, uh, guys. If, if you're on hold, I promise I'm coming to you. you got a bunch on hold. Much more when you come back after this.
6: Clemson Softball's ready to hit the field for the 2024 season, and the Roar has you covered for their first tournament of the year. We'll have three games live on the Roar Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday morning. Every broadcast will be available as well on ClemsonTigers.com. As we await the Tigers' debut in McWherter Stadium this spring. Be sure to catch the debut of the 2024 Clemson softball team right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semiglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing proven results make men men again lowcountrymail.com
4: Show your love this Valentine's with exquisite fashion jewelry from Diamonds Direct and save an extra 20%. Now, through Valentine's, all fashion favorites at Diamonds Direct are on sale. All earrings, all bracelets, all necklaces, stackable bands, colored gemstone jewelry, and more. Lots of romantic and timeless gifts for under $500. Special financing available, too. Don't miss this. An extra 20% savings on all fashion jewelry favorites at Diamonds Direct. Shop in store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Your Pie Pizza Restaurant has not one but two locations to satisfy your pizza, pasta, and gelato cravings in Clemson. Your Pie Downtown is located less than a mile away from Death Valley, and Your Pie Dockside has the relaxing lake views you've been dreaming of. It's a quick and casual meal for fans on game day, or great for a night out with friends and family. Make a fully customized pizza, pasta, or salad, or choose a favorite from our preset menu. Pizza, brews, gelato. It's Your Pie.
1: Clemson Nation. This is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. We're talking with Eric Snyder of Snyder Tree Care. What can I expect from my first appointment with Schneider Tree Care? Uh, So the first appointment is
4: going to be an arborist, a certified arborist coming out, walking your property with you, looking at your trees and shrubs, and finding out are there problems, are there diseases? So we're there to give our client a peace of mind, and we're going to make recommendations, not just cutting them down, because we can do more than just cut a tree down. We're really interested in preserving those trees and shrubs.
1: Leave
6: it to Schneider Tree Care.
7: At Carter Color Company in Clemson, you can get the Benjamin Moore paint that you need to finish any project that you're working on. If it's interior paint you're looking for, we have a great selection of colors and finishes that will complement any room in your home or business. Our Element Guard exterior paint provides protection against wind-driven rain, excessive humidity, and other harsh weather conditions, and with three finishes to choose from. Your home will stand out among the rest. Come see us at 1067 Tiger Boulevard, Clemson, or the web at cartercolor.com. We're every- gonna make
0: I'm Justin Jefferson with the Minnesota Vikings. Hi, I'm Jamar Chase with the Cincinnati Bengals. Can
7: stop
0: why do I choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because I only go all out. Because I can't be stopped. Because my Sleep Number Smart Bed helps me sleep at the right temperature all night. So we can take our game to the next level. That's why 80% of NFL players choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed. Sleep next level, perform next level. And now, during our President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL.
4: Broadcasting
1: live from the UpCountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. UpCountry Fiber is a stronger connection. The Mickey
6: Flyler Show, performing the upstate since circa 1834. Dang, that is old. Monday through Friday, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day.
1: Remind me, that's, that's your introduction to me of Freddie King. I want to introduce you to somebody in the final segment. Okay, we'll put them on. All right, let's do it. Uh, our great friends at zerorest dot Zero Rest, 558 7300 zerorest Spell it backwards or forwards. It's the right way to clean. ZR Water cleans carpets. It cleans area rugs. Make sure you get it cleaned faster. Make sure it stays cleaner longer. It dries faster. We love this. No harsh soaps, no harsh chemicals, no harsh detergents. Also ask about tile and grout ask about getting your air ducts clean so many great specials going on find out about the latest special ask about it here uh some daily specials going on too uh the good folks at zero res uh spell it backwards or forwards right way to clean zero res greenville.com telephone number here 654 roar a bunch of it on hold i promise i'm gonna get to, if you're currently on hold i'm gonna get you in this segment scott and greenville thanks for hanging on how you doing mickey freaking flower where you been
8: man where you been Trying to make a dollar. You know it. Hey, uh, before I get into what I called about, I want to give a quick shout out to one of your sponsors, and that's Patterson Tax Service. I, uh, my dad passed away, and they, Hmm. Russell sat down with my mom and, man, walked her all through that. And it's a, it's a bear when you lose a, yeah, Yeah. when you lose a spouse and you got taxes involved and all that. And, And, uh, Russell helped her out tremendously, man. So, I just I uh, want to give a shout out to them before I get into why I call.
1: Well, that's great, and I know um, they they do that, and they don't want to have to do those things, but they know that um, I've talked to Russell right. about that in the past. They they they're it's uh, it's tough, but they do walk you through it and take care of it for you.
8: Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, you know, as a Clemson basketball fan, I've called into your show and others, and rant and raved, and stood up on the top of the building and you know jumping off. I'm tired of it. Fire brown now, this that and the other, but. We're going to, get what, we're going to we'll get what we want this year regardless, I think. Uh, either the Tigers make the tournament or we get a change. So either way, we're going to be happy. So everybody just needs to sit back and relax and let uh, the team work itself out. I'm tired of the – you know, I saw yesterday that they said – I think it was PJ come out and said, it's time to flip the script, make it a change, attitude. I'm like, why does it take that? Um, you know, I, it, I coached basketball for a long time. Mickey, you've coached basketball before. If my grandmother rolled out there on the other side – I'm beating her brains in on that court, and I'm going to love her to death when
3: I get off of it.
8: It shouldn't take a loss to put you in that mentality. And uh, that last play, the rebound where we chuck a three from Jack La- every coach knows from middle school up that you attack the basket right there. And, you know, the only thing that – to me, that's players. I don't think Brownell drew that up. Um, I hope he didn't. But I, I got a little frustrated because I felt like, as a coach, we still had a timeout before that free throw. There should have been a timeout. If he makes it, they're only up two. We've still got to attack the basket. We've still got to – you're still chucking a three. To, no. You call a timeout right there. You get your team together and say, hey, this is what we're going to do. That's the only thing I thought Brownell did wrong in them waning seconds. He makes a lot more money than I do. But I was looking at it, I was like, man, I, I would have called a timeout right there made sure we were on the same page, make or miss, this is what we're doing, and and go from there. But he didn't, and, and we can't use him timeouts next game. I mean, you know. So, But as a fan, we get what we want. We get in the tournament, or there's a change. I think Neff's already said that, and I hope he stays by
1: it. So. Scott, I appreciate the phone call. On, on the last play, let me go back and nitpick every play. I didn't like – and Clark's a good player, but I didn't like Clark. Who was 0 for four? Clark didn't score, and that's that's your guy for the last. And, and that's not a drawn up deal; that's a reaction deal. Yeah, I, I try to put the pressure back on the rest and attack the basket there. Um, or the one thing this bothers me in watching the last play is is like Gerard just runs down over in the corner and kind of like hides out over there. Like, what was he doing? Like he, can, I guess you maybe kick it over there to him. But he, and Virginia did a good job defensively on that last play. I'm not sure that if you needn't a, a, a basket to win, or even you know one to tie, you drive the ball the hole, you you put the pressure back on the defense there. You put the pressure on the rest to call a foul or not. But of of all the things that, and again, this is just the last play. But of all the all the options of Hunter attacking the basket, or, or getting into PJ and attacking the basket or getting it out to Joe Girard, I I, I think that Jack Clark taking a three-pointer is way down the options list there of things you'd want to draw it up. And again, I know that's reaction, play. it's not how they drew it up that
7: way. Especially on a day where Chase Hunter was actually having success driving to the hole, and you had Miner, UVA's big man, out of the game.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Steven is in the capital of North Carolina in Raleigh. Steven, thanks for hanging on. How you doing?
0: Hey, I'm doing good. I think we got baseball next week, don't we, Mickey?
1: We do. Week for Friday, Clemson baseball. How about
0: that? I remember sitting in my car up here in Raleigh listening to that final out against Tennessee back in the regionals, and it seems oh. like it was just yesterday. Um, I'm super excited for Clemson baseball. Um, Mickey, the last car kind of stole my thunder. Look. You, you drop the, bas- the ball to the basket. If they collapse on Hunter, you dish it to Hall. And, and he's either going to have an easy uh, uh, you know, tap in or, or they, maybe they foul him. But my goodness, Mickey, listen, I've been a supporter for Brad Ranell for the entire time he's been there. And I think he's actually raised the expectations for Clemson basketball. And the administration, the athletic program in the university, has really given him everything that he needs to be successful. But I don't think that he can take Clemson any further than what he already has. I just don't think so. And what do you do? Are you just going to be comfortable with what you have and accept what you have? Or are you going to make a change and see if you can't move the program forward? And I'm sorry, after Saturday, Mickey, that was unacceptable what happened. And I agree with you. I don't think that Brad Brownell drew that play up that they tried to execute with seven seconds go in that game. But you have got to tell your guys, crash the boards, take it to the rim, because one of three things is going to happen, and two are good for you. You either make the basket or you get fouled or you miss it. Two of the things are good, and uh, I, I just I, I can't I can't deal with it anymore, Mickey. I, I'm just I, I just can't. So. I,
1: I can understand the frustration. Uh, yeah. This team, it just it, yeah. felt, dif- it felt different. It felt differently the preseason. It felt differently at midseason, and it just feels like this uh, way below expectations at this point. Like this, this well, is well, and, good and, and I have. think too yeah and and I think too Mickey, like Joe Gerard,
0: he's a good shooter, right yeah. but to me, he's a good shooter when he's set and he gets the ball, not necessarily creating his own shot. I don't think he's very good at creating his own shot. I think he's good catching the ball and shooting it immediately, and we just don't have another player that scares the other team like that can take over a game do you Do you agree with
1: that? Well, I mean, in different ways, P.J.'s had a good year and P.J.'s had a good career. Uh, now, he did not play very yeah. well on Saturday. Uh, he didn't shoot the basketball. I'll put it that way. He didn't shoot the basketball well on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Four sixteen is below um, his standards. But but P.J.'s a guy who can do yeah. it. But the, the strength of this team, uh, yeah, yeah. all right, the strength yeah. of this team I, I was – I'm mistaken, P.J. is. Yeah, yeah. But, but the strength of this team was that it it, it felt like he had pieces. When I when I talked to um, uh, Billy in before the season, we had him on the air, I said – the thing I like about this team is that on a night where where PJ might go four sixteen, that you feel like that there's that's where Gerard can pick you up, that's where Hunter can pick you up, that's where Scheffler <laughs> maybe. And I thought that that yeah. that this was a long bench, and I thought that Godfrey would would get more than eleven minutes, and Dylan Hunter get more than nine, and and it, you know I thought this is a team that had some depth to it and had some answers to it. And At certain point times, Wiggins has done sure. that, but this team feels like that now. There's there's just fewer answers than there were, right? You know, at, at, in in November, December, and normally you would think that that's very important depth. This team looks spent at the end of games now, because they don't have they the do, depth. They, they, uh,
0: yeah. they do, they would, and, but, but also you throw in Beadle yep. and Wiggins, and obviously you mentioned Godfrey and if we could, I don't think Hemingway's even going to play this year. It does not appear that he's going to play yeah. this year. Uh, but you're right. They they came into the season with with expectations of being a deep basketball team and wearing the other team out and they look like they're the one out team.
1: Clemson got five of points off the bench on Saturday. Virginia got twenty one. Right. Who's the deeper team right now? You know?
0: Yeah. And That's listen, an issue. I want Brad Brownell, I, I want him to succeed at Clemson, obviously. But I just I just don't think they know what to do at the end of games we've seen it year after year. It's almost like they don't know what to do at the end of games. Um especially after what you saw Duke do there with with less than 5 seconds. We could have duplicated that. They showed us what to do, right? Yeah. yeah. They showed us what to do and as we, we threw up a prayer for three uh, from the three-point line and and it, 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 you know.
1: Yeah. Stephen, I appreciate the phone call, buddy. All right, buddy. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Right, let me get Jason in Greenville. 654 road Jason, thanks for hanging on so long, man. How you doing this morning?
9: Glad to do it. Mickey, I'm doing really well, and let me tell you why. I had a great night's sleep on my engineered mattress. Hey,
1: there you go. Engineered sleep. And if
9: anybody's up. out there sitting on the fence and they're thinking, oh, my mattress is getting a little old, time to go get a new one, take yourself down to engineered sleep, get you one of their mattresses. Because I, I just spent the last – Two days in a hotel in Atlanta at the Big Peach Slam Jam, watching our kids make the championship game in both divisions hey. I'm exhausted, but yeah. I got a great night's sleep last night
1: that's great, so wheelchair basketball we're doing awesome stuff, and we had a great weekend.
9: We did um you know our like I, I had talked to you before about our prep team, and you know it, this is a new team for them because all of our prep kids from last year that won the national championship moved into the next division up. And so they were starting over, and, you know, originally our kids, it took them a couple years to get their first win, and our kids got their first win, you know, basically in the first year. And then now here we are in the third tournament of the year, and these kids made the championship game. Now, they didn't win it, but they're going to continue to learn and grow and get stronger and smarter, and uh, they're going to do special things in the future. I I feel it.
1: That's awesome. And then the
9: same thing with our our junior varsity kids – you know when you come out of the prep division it's kind of like middle school right and then the high school there's there's kind of two divisions there's there's the j n i t which is really like j v and then you have the varsity division we're not really ready for varsity because we just don't have the numbers a lot of the bigger bigger programs are going to have twelve thirteen fourteen kids, and we just don't have that we have seven so we're we're in the the j n i t division j v division and um went three and O on Saturday and got into the championship game on Sunday. Now we had a, we were exhausted and we were spent, but, um, our, our kids fought hard. Um, they, they worked through some adversity during the game, even though the score was really lopsided and, um, and then, you know, came back to finish really strong, but it just didn't work out in our favor this time. And, um, really proud of the kids and the coaches and, just wanted to report into you, awesome. and we got two second-place trophies awesome. coming out of one of the biggest tournaments in the country. There were over 25, 28 different teams coming in from all over the land, awesome. and um, just really proud of our kids. Hey,
1: Jason, how can people learn more about, about uh, what they do at Rochester Peace and about the uh, the basketball program?
9: Well, as always, uh, you can go to our um, Facebook page. It's the Roger C. Peace Rolling Tigers. Um all the information is on there. It gives our practice location. Gives donation information if, if anybody wants to, you know, go down that road. We certainly appreciate it. Um it's expensive to, for what we do, putting yeah. kids in chairs yeah. and, and the travel costs and tournament fees and ref fees and hotel and it's just it's expensive. So we would certainly appreciate any of that. Um but yeah you can always look us up um and again uh, if there's a kid out there that has a lower limb disability, I mean, you, it could be spina bifida or CP or, or, I mean, club foot, anything of that nature, wheelchair basketball is designed to give kids an opportunity to compete and compete at a high level. And um, it's a lot of fun to watch, Mickey. I'm, I'm telling you, it, it'll um, you'll burn a bunch of calories. Your heart rate's going to get up, and it's really exciting.
1: Uh great stuff. Uh great stuff for the kids and and much more success. Uh, keep it up. Keep me up to date with everything, Jason. I appreciate you checking in with us.
9: Yeah, we'll do. We right, got we got one more tournament, February 25th. That's going to be our conference tournament down right. in Birmingham. And then uh if all goes well, we're we're looking for that national invitational invite to uh the championship, Let's national get, championship this year in Richmond.
1: Let's get it done, man. Let's get it done get it done all right buddy i I always appreciate it man take care of yourself uh my great friends at trail trehco.com 800-319-7006 the better building experience their website says it all i want you to go to that website and learn more about the better building experience and how they do it and what they do and it is uh, they have different delivery methods but the preferred method is the um the design build and that just does an amazing job. It minimizes your risk. It it it, it gives you your building on time. A single source contractual relationship. It, it gives you the competitive pricing. and allows the all the risk to be managed and, and revolves around the 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 uh, confidence you can gain with the relationships and not having to go back and forth, have the delays. Uh, they've done sixteen hundred projects. Uh, they've done one point eight billion dollars worth of economic growth and. Amazing number here still to this day that 85% of their annual business comes from repeat clients. Boy, oh boy, has Trail doing a good job in the upstate of South Carolina. To find out more about what they do and how they do it, find out about the construction team at at Trail, The better building experience. T-R-E-H-E-L.com, 800-319-7006. Final segment after this.
7: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Greg Ellie of the Prosperity Group. I'd like to invite you to tune into our radio show, The Prosperity Hour, on Sunday mornings at 8 a.m., You'll learn about Social Security, how to maximize it, how to make an asset out of it, how to protect your retirement income and create a pension-like income that you can't outlive for both you and your spouse. I'll show you tax-free strategies that protect you against nursing homes and illnesses. Just give me a call at 864-989-0176 or go to MyMoneyIsSafe.com.
9: East Main Furniture and Easley, where every day is a sale day. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, Liberty Furniture, and Von Bassett. All at discounted prices. If they don't stock it, they can special order it for you. Now offering up to 12 months. Same as cash on purchases over $300. East Main Furniture located at 829
4: East Main Street, Easley. Or call 864-442-6054 today.
9: Coach Dabo Sweeney here from the Clemson Tigers. Just like high schools across the upstate, Clemson fans love football. But one thing I love more than football is my family. That's why we talk to our three children about alcohol and other drugs. Alcohol is the leading cause of death among youth. But the truth is, most upstate youth aren't drinking or using drugs. Remind your teenagers that most teens choose to be healthy and drug-free. Talk to your teens about drugs and alcohol. They will listen. For more information, go to phoenixcenter.org.
4: Hey, foodies, we want to talk to you about the Upstate's favorite taco spot, Willie Taco, with five locations across the Upstate, serving up fresh taco fusion for a solid decade now. Award-winning tacos are not all we do. We also offer healthy bowls, delicious salads, crispy quesadillas, and shareables like brisket egg rolls, street corn fritters, and fresh guacamole. The owners, all Upstate dudes, enjoy humbly working alongside the 400 men and women we proudly employ. Don't wait. Your Willy Taco familia is ready to serve you up our twist on funky, fresh fusion. It's the Willy way. Attention business owners, soccer dads, chess team moms, and charity event planners. When you need custom leather patch hats, turn to Hat Flow Company. There's no order minimum, quick nationwide shipping, and unbeatable prices. Order 10 or 1,000. You get the same excellent customer service and top quality product. Custom Richardson hats, beanies, low profile, performance hats, and more. Use their online hat builder to upload your logo, choose styles, and colors to see your idea come to life. Start your custom hat quote at HatFlowCo.com today. Here at ATV Outfitters, we stock more ATV, UTV, motocross,
6: and street bike products than anyone for hundreds of miles around. We have more than 10,000 tires and wheels on hand, and we pride ourselves on great prices and getting you the accessories you need fast. Come see us in the items that are readily available to get your vehicle ready for the street, trail, or mud pit. Don't buy elsewhere. We'll both lose money. Come by the store located at 2485 Rutherford Road, Greenville, or shop online at atvoutfitters.net.
4: Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now, I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy, Rizm of Rizza, a prescription-only, 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis, and visit skyrizzy.com or call 1 866 Sky to learn more.
6: The Mickey Plyler Show, experience and a name you can trust, or whatever else those news anchor promos use, on 1055 and 975 The Roar, where every day is game day.
1: Welcome back. Glad to have you with us. Uh, I got to ask you, Will Clanton. Uh, that is, oh, oh, before I get to uh, so many people wanting to know what in the world that is, and we'll get the text line, the Adams Grove text line, six five four roar six five four seven six two seven. We will. People say, "Who is that?" Culture Wall. What'd you think?
7: Um, not what I was expecting, but. Obviously, a thirty-second snapshot of the song for an artist I've never heard before—it's not enough time.
1: All
7: right, I'm—I'm right. I'm intrigued though. So I'm gonna—I've got this on my playlist, and I'm—I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna do my research on the way home today.
1: Culture Wall. Hey, my friends over at the Davis Law Firm, you know, Davis.law, Will and Rick Davis, father son. I think that's really cool. That Rick obviously did the right thing in raising Will, and showed him. You know, Milt Lowder talks about my dad showed me. He showed him what that lawyer life was like and when helping people was like. And he showed him what it's like to be civic minded and all this kind of stuff. It's really cool. Rick's been the, the workers' comp deal. And, and Will, his son's is the guy from a family court standpoint. Just learning more about them, what they do. You could do that at davis.law. Uh, you'll talk to one of them and maybe put together a situation that might be uh, better for you uh, in the long term. So, so get a, a, a direct path forward, find out about them. You're going to have questions, what it looks like. Um, It's our friends over at davis.law. davis.law. Learn your rights and learn what you can uh, legally, what you're uh, accepting and and what you're put up against. So do that for sure. Uh, I knew it didn't take long, but as soon as the song is playing, 9383 says, Culture Wall is the goat. Might sound like a goat sometimes too, maybe, but he's the goat. So I knew that wouldn't take long. All uh, right, I have in this segment. I want to do a bunch of stuff. I, to be honest with you, our Adams go River text line flooded. Did you notice that this morning? And I just hadn't had time to get to all of them. And and all of them say basically the same thing, right? All of them are very disappointed in the basketball program right now. Very disappointed in this in this team. And so, I mean, I. I gotta read a sample of some, but if you notice that, it's pretty much... That's, now, I do get um, a, a couple of people that have pointed out different sides. Uh, 8714 said, how did folks know that Brownlee did not tell them to drive the basketball? Come on, man. Saturday's loss not on the coach. Uh, coaches put players in position to win. Players make plays. I agree with that. Um, that. That the players are the ones that make plays. But, and the argument is you need better players, but the other, other side of that argument is, and it's a complicated story that we're telling here with this, but it's that this is supposed to be your best team, or at least one of your best teams. And I, I think I can sum it up with this. And I've talked about this ad nauseum today, that in where this team is right now, 14-7 uh, and seven and 4-6 and six in the league, that at one point in time, the Tigers were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. They were 9-0, and and they were 11-1 and going into the new year. That the Miami game, I think I'm right with saying that. The Miami game, wasn't that in the first one of the new year? Yeah, January 3rd. So, they were 11-1. and and so in the new year, they're 3-6. The Tigers have lost in 2024, part of the basketball season. They're 3-6. They're and six. Um, I think that fans had very high expectations for this team in the preseason. And I think those expectations got raised as they were 11-1. and one. I don't think fans were upset with the loss at Memphis, 79-77, because of how they played against Alabama. Uh, how they played against South Carolina and and how they played against against Pittsburgh. The non-conference schedule was good, and this team looked like it was ready to even raise expectations. And the calendar year flips over. Um, I I don't think that a 13-point loss, Kwok and I got this a little bit about the Virginia Tech and the Miami loss, a 13-point loss to Miami, they gave up 95 in that game. I thought the perimeter defense wasn't very good. Uh, then you lose to North Carolina. I thought you fought your butts off against North Carolina defensively, and you grinded defensively, but you shot one of 18 from three. I, I think a 15-point a loss at Virginia Tech is a bad loss. Sorry. I, I, you got your butt kicked there. Uh, Boston College was down two starters, and you won that one. It's a good win coming back. Uh, it's a bad loss at home to, to Georgia Tech. A good win down at Florida State. Uh, a, a, a last-second loss to Duke, a, a win you had to have against Louisville, but that, that game left some question marks. And now Virginia, a one-point loss. A bunch of different ways to look at it. I, I just think that when the expectations coming into this season, with P.J. Hall coming back, with Joe Girard joining them, with Chase Hunter coming back, and with a bench that I felt like was going to be, or, or role players that – Shefflin, who has, oh, by the way, Shefflin's lived up to his role. But at this point in time, uh Wiggins, you, you gotta get more than, than than Wiggins is currently giving you. And you gotta get more than Godfrey is giving you. And uh, maybe Beetle needs more opportunities. Maybe Dylan Hunter needs more opportunities. Uh Cart was out for so long, but you gotta get more and, and and that's part of the issue part of the issue for saturday was that the reason that people were excited in the preseason and the reason that people were excited as a season in, in the middle part of the season was is that this looked like a pretty deep team with a lot of different answers that could win different types of games i made that with Billy donnan in in the preseason I like man you know, I feel like Clemson can win a 92 90 game and i can win a 58 56 game i'm not winning this now and and part of the problem is that you got outscored the Virginia's bench out score comes to 21 to 5. And so I don't know if you lengthen the bench, shorten the bench. I don't know how that goes about it, but you know, at the end of games, you're looking spit. And, and now the season feels a hundred percent different than it felt in the preseason, and a hundred percent different than it felt five hundred percent different than it felt at eleven and one on January first. Uh that's all bad news. Good news is ten games left, and outside of Tuesday night in Chapel Hill, Clemson could win any of those games. What's a outside of North Carolina? Clemson on a on a BPI basketball um, basketball list that Clemson's got got. Uh, let me see if I can find that one for us. Not a great chance to win against North Carolina, but. Outside of that game, Clemson's got a seven eighteen percent chance of beating North Carolina, according to BPI. What's the, the next toughest game in your mind?
7: Um I would say North Carolina State.
1: All right. And that's but in Little John. Yes. Clemson has a seventy eight percent chance of winning that game according to BPI. Let me quickly fly through this. This is my Brad Hughes going the extra mile. Brad Hughes at allstate.com, two nine two three zero zero one. Brad Hughes at allstate.com. Get in touch with him, 2923001. Brad Hughes can help you out. Better coverage, better rates, or both. See, uh, just do some homeowners and, and shop and see what that looks like at Brad Hughes. 58% chance of winning at Syracuse on Saturday. Against Miami at home, 73% chance of winning. According to BPI. Against NC State at home, I just told you that's 78% chance of beating NC State at home against Georgia Tech on the road a 74% chance of winning that one against Georgia I mean against Florida State at home an 81% chance of winning against Pittsburgh at home a 73% chance of winning against Notre Dame on the road an 82 81% chance of winning against Syracuse at home an 88% chance of winning and against Wake Forest on the road, a thirty-one percent chance. That would be eight and two. That that would feel different coming down the stretch. A lot
7: differently, yes. And that, however, would, go ahead. I'm sorry. And that would put us in a competitive think. place to make the tournament.
1: You think? I think. But that's just projections. Right. However, if you if you don't, you can't beat Georgia Tech at home, and you. Give me about 13 at Miami and 15 at Virginia Tech, and he can't beat Virginia at home. I don't feel comfortable in any of those games. There's not one on there, and I go, well, None of those look any more difficult, any more any easier than, than Georgia Tech at home. Very few of them, I guess. So, you see the the complexity of the whole thing. And in the end, we'll see. That's the beauty of it all. I kept saying now let me let me say this too quickly, or oh, I Will. I kept saying, and looking at the schedule, that once they got through the preseason at eleven and one, even though you had one conference game in there, that you had to survive till Valentine's Day? And there's three more games left of that Valentine's Day. And let's let's assume you lose to North Carolina and let's assume you split with Syracuse and Miami. So that would be uh, four and eight by surviving through through Valentine's Day is what I kept saying I wasn't saying four and eight surviving through Valentine's Day felt like seven and five maybe right eight and four was surviving that's where this has changed I, by no way were you planning on losing the Georgia Tech I didn't have Virginia as a loss at that point in time either so that feels differently and you know it, it 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 does set the end of the season we, we talked about post Valentine's Day, the end of the season is gonna be great because the, the schedule did ease up. But you gotta play better than you played in the last uh, five weeks. Skip the music. Two minute Joe, what do you have for me?
7: Two quick points. Uh college football news Steve Belichick, son of Bill Belichick, uh, is rumored to be The hire for the University of Washington at defensive coordinator. I think this is a great fit because Washington was the original Patriot.
1: Ah, I see what you did there.
7: Play our words. Uh, Also, just a note for all our listeners. If you missed our guest today, Dr. Chris Ahmad, the head physician for the New York Yankees. We've got that uh, interview up on the roar fm.com under podcasts. So go and seek that out,
1: go seek that out right now. You're going to love that. That's going to be my two minute journal brought to you by Eric Newton, Eric Newton, Newton.com for all real estate needs. No one knows more about it than Eric Newton.com. He can, um, he can take care of you. Any Clemson need, you need real estate. He's going to do that at Eric It's very rare that you have a guest on the show that has relationships with Tom Brady and Kobe Bryant. Who else we say, uh, in there, like unbelievable, uh, what the guy's done so and, and on top of that i his energy was great dr chris ahmad uh, one of the leading uh, physicians in, in the world in sports medicine and an author of of books and and, and hundreds of articles uh parents if you want to know more about uh adolescents and youth and injuries and prevention of injuries check out dr chris ahmad a h m a d dr chris ahmad uh, fascinating stuff and check that that listening um that that part part of the podcast out good stuff there Will clinton great job let me thank uh, Arthur X and thanks folks at dr, dr. chris amod for coming on with us as well uh tomorrow milt louder will join us tony morell will join us uh up next to my favorite people john and brad friends i hope you have just an absolutely wonderful monday but most importantly tune in tomorrow and that's we'll see you right here on the radio